We can just go. Yeah, right into nah, we need to have some sort of um uh, banter. Oh, we got some. We have banter. brotherly banter. I have I have two minutes of of audio to work with. You know what? I'm just gonna come uh, right out and say it. I'm not a fan of scary movies. Oh <laughs> right, that's it. Hey, we're a podcast without a name. <laughs> uh, no, we are the Broadcast Brothers. I'm Andrew. I am Josh. And I am Matthew. And believe it or not, Matthew is a permanent member of our show. <laughs> yeah, I had some friends saying that I wasn't a permanent member of the show. Like, what the heck? Yeah, Matthew is not a guest star. He he is a resident of, <laughs> of our podcast. Thank you for bringing that up, Andrew. It is Thank Broadcast you. Brothers. So. Well, Two is also oh, no, 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 but, the, but the Twitter, <laughs> but the Twitter and Instagram and the and email. The email. All right, oh, but the first two episodes we put out, we did not mention our email address that's true, that's or true. our Twitter, so true. I can understand the confusion there. Mm-hmm. Okay. Anyway, uh, there are three of us though. <laughs> Let it be known. <laughs> um, oh. So. Today, we are going to be talking about scary movies. Halloween. Yeah, this Ooh. is our Halloween-themed episode. No, no, no. I, I don't want to talk about Halloween. That is N spoopy, N plus two me. <laughs> Algebra. <laughs> Hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, no, we're very excited. We, we love Halloween. Um, mostly we do? For trickor- <laughs> mostly for the candy. For yeah. chicorita. For chicorita. For trick-or-treating. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But we recently... I don't know about you guys, but I've recently been getting more into scary movies. I used to hate them. I, I used to be terrified of them. Yeah, I still have hard times with it sometimes because I way more freaked out by them than most. Yeah, I yeah. Not when I'm not when I'm watching them, but when it's at night, Afterwards, I'm like, yeah. Yeah. I'm like, there's definitely Andrew, what that guy in the corner of my room. For the next month after seeing Insidious for the first time. I don't. I don't remember. But I'm he slept sure with his like he slept at least with on. his TV on. But I'm pretty sure with the lights on. Yeah, like the first. Week. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and I I will still like sleep with just YouTube playing on in the yeah, background yeah, for like I a agree. month <laughs> after I see a horror movie. Yeah, but well, anyway, for me, I just find that a lot of times horror movies will fall into the same sort of cliches or like pitfalls that I find annoying. Yeah, but if you do a really good horror movie. That can be a really good movie, right? As as a whole, Mm -hmm. not just for the genre, but for movies, right? Mm -hmm. And I know that I've got a couple examples that we'll be talking about, but so you you are probably the horror movie expert here. I mean, I wouldn't say expert, but I've seen a decent amount of the past year. Also, Josh had like horror movie or scary movie Sundays. I did. I had scary movie Sundays at my school. So that's cool. We watched a couple, Mm -hmm. but um. But yeah, so I do actually now appreciate those movies more than I used to. Right. Definitely. So I kind of want to start off by saying we all, over the past week, watched The Silence of the Lambs. Yeah, I know it's not technically a horror movie, but I think that it does... It does horror. Thriller horror, okay. It does creepiness and horror way better than... (laughs) Spoopiness. Oh, it is spooky. (laughs) Way better than a lot of straight out horror movies that use the horror genre yeah i i completely agree um when i this is the first time i had seen it this past week and it blew me away there were scenes where i like thought about it after the movie ended and i was just like oh my god and there were scenes during the movie where i was like biting my nails like oh my (laughs) god what's gonna happen next what's that like what's going on yeah and so i know that in particular, Josh, are huge on 
cinematography. So there were a couple things that I noticed in that movie that I thought you were going to geek out about. One of which in particular is how they make something seem very creepy and claustrophobic by having extreme close-ups whenever there's a conversation going between two people. Yes. Like that the frame is so true. The frame sometimes won't even fit the entire head mm-hmm, on screen. Mm-hmm. You'll just see like from the middle of the chin to like the top of the eyes. Yes. Yeah, uh, the the actor who plays Hannibal Lecter I don't know. Anthony Hopkins. Hopkins. Yeah, yes. there it okay. Is. <laughs> Anthony Hopkins. There, there's a. I think it's like the first time that you meet him. Um, there's two things that I like. First of all, I like what you were saying. Every time they like do a close up of him in the conversation, you don't even get to see his hairline. Like, right. It is. It is his forehead, basically. which is also pretty creepy. Yeah, yeah that's creepy. His um, hairline. I mean, and then yeah. <laughs> that was a bad joke. Sorry, everybody. <laughs> I, I, I'm sorry, Anthony it. Hopkins. <laughs> um, friend of the show. <laughs> yeah. Personal um, friend. Personal friend of ours. Um, Anthony Hopkins. No, but uh, another thing is when you first meet him. And the camera pans over, and he's just staring at you oh my with this gosh. blank expression. Yeah. Yeah. It goes. He first of all, he lives in kind of like this basement dungeon of his lives. Like it's his home. Hey, well, he's, I mean, he is confined to his yeah, prison he chose this cell. Nice, spacious apartment. <laughs> the deep depths of no, he is a cannibal. <laughs> <laughs> he is in prison. <laughs> no, um, it's it's really cool though because the way you first are introduced to him is you're, you see these crazy people in these different cells and then they're all yelling at the camera and yelling at the woman who's walking through and then it finally gets to him and he's not saying anything he's just staring and yeah. it is creepy it kind of makes you even more nervous than the people who are like shouting like that's those people exactly. are like getting up close and they're like shaking the bars like any other like if a normal person walks into a police station or, or a jail i mean like that's something that happens yeah. a lot in movies. They're mm-hmm. all screaming and like banging and stuff. But he's just standing there and he's calm, but his face is just so menacing. Yeah. And that even put, that puts me more on edge than the people who are jumping out at you like, oh, my God, you're going to die. Yeah, totally. <laughs> it's things like that that I think that make this even creepier than jump scares or something right. like that. Because the jump scare, yeah, it, it gets your heart racing for 30 seconds. This, this makes you think. It's like, oh my God, he is in jail. He has eaten many people and he is just (laughs) extremely calm. His face is just extremely menacing to the point of just like, ah, (laughs) right to watch. Yeah. Come to think of it. I don't think there were many two at all jump scares in the movie. Yeah, I was trying to think about it. Not that many jump scares like there were times where like the uh the music kind of did that like hoarse screeching and swells and then mm-hmm. it, like when they were fi- trying to find buffalo bill and mm-hmm. the police were going up to the one door who they thought where they thought he was living and it turned out that the female detective actually had it right and she found mm-hmm. him that mm-hmm. was cool yeah uh, actually now that we should probably talk about Buffalo Bill because there's He's pretty much creepy. there's two antagonists in this yeah, m- that movie yeah. pretty much and it's really cool how they did the team up between the one antagonist between Hannibal Lecter and the main character to catch mm-hmm. the other one yeah. and 
But um, Hannibal Lecter was actually after like freedom the whole time. And right, exactly. So cool. yeah. There's this really awesome mind game mechanic that also adds to this fear or unsettlingness mm-hmm, that definitely. is apparent all throughout the movie. Yeah. And another thing with the whole jump scare versus suspense thing is even when she goes to Buffalo Bill's place, it's not this jump scare after jump scare thing with him. Like the whole ending scene basically is her walking through his elaborate basement, Mm -hmm. not knowing where he is. And I feel like a lot of other movies would have just done jump scares. She she oh, opens the door a and a, yeah exactly a cat <laughs> jumps down and like scares her. That is a great point. I think that they did that in Insidious, didn't yeah, they? they Where did. they were like up in the attic and then a cat jumps out and they're like, yeah. oh my god! And it's like, yeah, come exactly. On. And it's like, well, that's it. like that's such a cliche. Yeah, that it's almost funny how done it is. Yeah, absolutely. And it's like, I feel like some horror movies may use that as a joke now. (laughs) Yeah. Well, no, you know that that's a a joke because in comedy horror, it's used all the time. Uh Right. And in comedies making fun of horror, which Mm -hmm. is different than comedy horror. Right. um, (laughs) Much to my surprise, it is a different genre. Um, Anyway, what I was going to say was even in this movie, when she's looking for Buffalo Bill and he's hidden, they don't do jump scares. They tell you where he is when he puts on the goggles. Right. And they don't try to scare you with where he is. They just scare you with the fact that he is within touching distance. Oh he literally gosh, gets to the point so of like creepy. contact mm-hmm. and then just pulls himself back. You feel this extreme like Bends. suspense at any moment he could touch her. And also just you can feel what he's thinking like he wants to touch her but he's holding mm-hmm. himself back like he's restraining himself from just like grabbing her speaking oh. of which his drive was actually like really creepy and how he gave people lotions and stuff and then stopped feeding them and then took their skin to make a suit yeah mm-hmm. that's that was so like very well executed premise because the idea is really cool of, I mean, not cool, <laughs> but the, the yeah, idea. It was, it was so cool, you know? I admire this was, man. Yeah. <laughs> Buffalo Bill, man, I have pictures of him on my walls. One day we'll all have closets filled with skin suits. Oh, it'll be nice. He was a visionary. <laughs> um, no, but it, it's a really good idea for horror to make a suit out of people's skin, but they really take it to the level of detail. And it makes me question the sanity of the writers. Yeah. That they're like, okay, if we want a skin suit, what do we need? Uh, We need to make them lose a bunch of weight so that the skin is loose. And we need the skin to be soft so that it's desirable. (laughs) So lotion, of course. Right, exactly. And it's, and he needs to be really skinny so that he can fit into it. And they just put so much detail into the logistics of making a skin suit and <laughs> even the way the... they cut the skin suit uh, they yeah. like describe Weird. how he cuts the skin off of the people in order to make the skin suit and i think at some point they show you like pieces of it and yeah. it's yeah. gross yeah and like him sewing and stuff it's like uh, yeah it was Things that I don't want to have to think about. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Just shove it down my throat. It's awesome. It was very well done. Um, Another thing that was well done, creepy but not shoved down your throat, is the way he uh, kidnapped the girl towards the beginning of the movie. Oh, Oh, yeah. yeah. That was probably really scary around the time. 
mm-hmm. that this movie was made because it was just a guy and he was like, hey, can you help me put this couch into this van? And the woman was like, yeah, sure. I mean, there's no problem. I can put the couch in your van. And then he's like, yeah, could you get up and move all the way to the back, please? Move all the way to the back. Mm-hmm. He shoves the couch in front of her, closes the doors, and then just drives away. And yeah. that was creepy. And I imagine, like, I would never want to be on the streets again. <laughs> yeah. And like, that, again, sure. like, if I was somebody on the street, granted, now I don't think like that either. But mm-hmm. especially back then, people weren't going around like somebody's going to kidnap me at every yeah. turn. And after seeing something like that, I would be terrified to just leave my yeah. house. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's kind of like with Jaws, because I like everyone was scared to go in the water after Jaws mm-hmm. came right. out. And so like that did, I guess, a really, really good job. Mm hmm. Mm-hmm. Another thing I wanted to go back to because we got a little strayed from it was another thing with the cinematography that I just think really made the whole suspense and the horror aspect come to life, I guess, or come to fruition was the lighting. The lighting in some of those scenes had perfect shade and like it was dark and then it went to light, even in the last scene with the Mm -hmm. gunshots. It was complete black. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. The gunshots. Then the one gunshot goes off, and then you see something for a second. Right. And then a second one goes off. You see something for a second, and then another. And then finally, the last gunshot breaks the window. Right. So then you see, like, one stream of light coming in, and it's, like, Mm -hmm. terrifying. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I think I'm going to need to rewatch the The movie in terms of lighting, because I didn't really connect as well with that. But also, (laughs) also in the scene when... Uh, he's talk. She is talking to Hannibal Lecter, and the entire room is dark because mm-hmm. yeah. I guess there's lights out or something. Mm-hmm. So he was there was no lights in his room, and it was just her talking to a black wall. That's cool, basically, mm-hmm. which was really cool. And then there were a couple times when the lighting got dark and it was just bright red. Mm-hmm. For instance, when she was going into the jail cell or when he has his cage set up in the town hall, I guess is what that thing was. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Or like the courthouse or something like that. Mm-hmm. And it shows that you can make these intense scenes just by the lighting. Right. I do want to switch gears a little bit and talk about other movies. Mm-hmm. So um, yeah, I was going to say like another movie or what Science of the Lambs did so well was like this subtle type of horror uh, esque stuff that was like really got you on the edge of your seat. And another movie that really did that well was uh, The Shining. Mm. I thought really, really did that yeah, well. Yeah, definitely. I'm I, glad that we're bringing up Stephen King because I have a lot of opinions about him. Yeah. Well, I think this this one especially is just like you see this man's slow descent into madness. Mm-hmm. And it's like that alone is just terrifying. Mm-hmm. And then... The fact that he then tries to just murder his entire family is yeah, like, yeah. oh was, my god! And it happens so subtly, you don't actually like think that it's gonna happen until it happens, and he's mm-hmm. chasing his wife with an axe. Yeah, so. another pretty good like suspense horror movie that I've seen recently was The Babadook. Oh, uh-huh. I haven't seen it. Okay, yeah, well, we but I'm not gonna reveal too be- much. I saw like the first thirty minutes at a friend's house, and it was yeah good. You have to keep watching because. It's one of those movies that messes you up and makes you question your sanity. And that one is definitely one of the movies where I was watching YouTube every night because I didn't want to be alone (laughs) with my thoughts. Um, I think that the thing that makes all of these 
Stephen King in particular, really cool. And I think an aspect of horror that too many people gloss over is the unsettlingness and the fear of the unknown. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And Stephen King really taps into that well. It's it's almost like um that the one writer who did Cthulhu. Um oh, H P Lovecraft. Yeah, Lovecraftian horror is all about weird unknown stuff that humans can't even imagine. Mm-hmm. And um Stephen King does it so well with it being a movie all about an entity that takes the shape of your worst fear. Yeah. And so it's just, it reflects your fear Mm -hmm. and that just freaks everyone out because, because when you go home, you're like, this thing could take the form of anything. Anything. Exactly. (laughs) And, um, the mist, which is, you're fearing, you don't even know what you're fearing. Exactly. Um, you just know that something creepy is going on and you don't have the ability to, defend yourself because you don't know what you're up against yeah that to me is what makes a true horror story really like impacting Mm -hmm. if you know everything about your antagonist in a horror movie then you know what to expect exactly and it's predictable and it's the unpredictability of a situation that makes it scary right there is a couple things I just want to say about horror movies that I think or they're pitfalls that a lot of horror movies will fall into. Yeah. Something I just wanted to say, I know I said it before, but jump scares, I think that people nowadays rely way too heavily on that. Right. It's like, yes, maybe one or two in a movie makes it like, oh, you got my heart racing. Right. Yeah. But that's not what I want to see in a horror movie. I want something that sticks with me for longer than 30 seconds. Yeah, new ideas. Yeah. And then another thing, which I think became more apparent after the Saw movies. Not that the Saw movies are bad, mm-hmm. but well, the newer ones are, but but <laughs> but like they started out really good. Yeah. But I think that this is what brought upon gore being a main horror aspect. Mm-hmm. I, I think it it started off there was like gore in like the eighties, but yeah. I think it died out for a little bit and then it came back. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah and yeah. this is like way more realistic. Yeah, that's a good point. Like, 80s yeah, yeah. stuff is like, yeah, buckets of blood. Right. But, like, you know it's <laughs> probably literally a bucket poured on someone. Like, yeah. this is something that is way beyond anything from the 80s. This is as if you were in the situation and mm-hmm. somebody just cut their foot off. Right. Um, yeah, that's like... And, like, cut their eye out or something like that. Yeah. And gore, I think, can be done really well. Again, look at the Saw series. The ones Early. that are good. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But, I mean, there are just some movies where the only reason for them is now just like the only reason that they're scary yeah yeah be uncomfortable with gore Mm -hmm. and it's like that's a way of making a horror movie i just think that that's if you overuse that or like that's the only way that you're making your thing scary it's not actually fulfilling its like potential yeah and to go along with like jump scares i think when they put in like every five minutes the music rising and doing that. I, oh my gosh, <laughs> yeah. I hate that so much because yeah, that yeah. really gets me up. Like the hairs on the back of my neck, like they just stick up at that noise and I hate it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but those are, and I, I'm sure that there are a couple more that I'm not really thinking of right mm-hmm. now, but I just think that a lot of times horror movies will fall into the same cliches yeah. over and over again mm-hmm. right. because. 
when one comes out, it's like really successful. And then they're like, I'm going to copy that. Right. So, but yeah, yeah. There's there still the good ones that are coming out. And every like once in a while, like once a year, you'll get a really good horror movie. Like I, the Conjuring series. Yeah. Is I, apparently, I haven't seen them, but it is renowned as one of the greatest mm-hmm. horror series. I heard Get Out was really good. Get oh, Out was fantastic. that was amazing. Oh, oh, man. man, I wish I had remembered. <laughs> yeah. And there was that. A hospital one that came out uh, last year as well. I can't remember the name of it now. Oh, A Cure for Wellness. Yes. Yes. Apparently that that was really creepy and eerie. So I don't know. Yeah. But unfortunately, that's all the time we have for today. Right. So let us know if you agree or disagree with any of the opinions we have. What you like about horror movies. What you think makes a good horror movie. Exactly. If we're being too hard on horror movies Mm -hmm. and any horror movies you like. Definitely, yeah. yeah. Bring up some of your favorite horror movies and maybe give us one or a couple to watch. Yeah, I was going to say. We could could, like do a little movie review on them for you. It could be a cool thing. Yeah, and I think that that's a good point that we haven't brought up before is we love watching movies. So if you hear that we haven't or if you think we haven't seen a movie or have suggestions, please tell us. Because we love watching them. Yeah, we really do. And another thing that maybe by na- by the time this episode is out, you guys may have heard of. But as of right now, we are just making these social media pages for us. So mm-hmm. Instagram and Facebook, we are coming out with this night we are recording, which yeah. is Tuesday, October 17th. Um, <laughs> Woohoo! <laughs> but hopefully we, you guys would have already heard that from us yeah. in person or something like that. Or... I don't know, from our other social media, like yeah, our personal ones. Our personal. But again, just to lay them out there, Twitter is Broadcast Bros 3. three. Mm-hmm. That's our Twitter handle. Our and Instagram our- is Broadcast Brothers 3, because it wasn't used. <laughs> <laughs> and our um, email is BroadcastBrothers3 at gmail.com. Right. And the Facebook is going to be coming out right after we re- finished recording this and we don't have a name for it yet because <laughs> we don't no, know we what's don't. taken <laughs> <laughs> all right zoink scoops uh, <laughs> okay anyway thanks for listening guys and have a spooky halloween Ooh. <laughs> bye <laughs> also i want you to cut out my bye at the end because i was just like I wanted to end on spooky Halloween. Yeah, yeah, Ooh. I will cut that out. Except for I'm going to keep all of this. <laughs> <laughs>